Hello, and welcome to Parking Thought, the show where we highlight the good in the world from the extraordinary to the everyday. My name is Jacob, and I'm glad you're here today. You're going to want to like and subscribe wherever you happen to find us. Now, where can you go ahead and do that? Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. We're even on the YouTube, and we could definitely use some more YouTube subscribers. So if you want to go ahead, head on over to YouTube and click that thumbs up link and the subscribe. That would be awesome. All right. So this week we are playing around having a little bit of fun with our title names, right? We are using the word and the at the beginning at the each of our titles and we're covering animal stories, right? So we've talked about, you know, lots of things so far. I think we, we had a little talk about the family dog and his name's Koska. We talked a little bit about running with Buffalo. Great interview with uh, Jacob Bateman. Thank you for joining us earlier this week on the show. Much appreciated. And now I'm going to tell you a story. I wish I'd gotten this out on Friday. Sorry I didn't. I'll get it out as soon as I can. But I want to tell you a story about another family dog. <clears throat> this dog's name was Rocky. R-O-C-K-Y. I don't know if he was named after the movie or not. Um, but I will tell you a little bit about him. But in order to set the scene for the story of Rocky and the missing zucchini bread, I need to go ahead and explain this situation. I need to paint the picture for you guys. And so I've got to work on uh, describing things. And, and pardon me here, I'm not very good at this, but let's see if I can help articulate. So Rocky came to us secondhand. He was probably a year old or so, um, already housebroken. He was uh, very similar to the, the dog you see on Lassie, whatever that shepherd, Sheltie, I don't know what the name of those dogs are, right? But very similar to that, but still a mutt, right? Um, now, the first dog that we had tried having is the family dog, and this is when I was very young. I think I was four or five years old when this was happening. The first uh, dog we tried to have as a family dog was a, a Cocker Spaniel. The Cocker Spaniel ended up uh, violently attacking my younger brother, um, who was three years younger than I was, and that was not a pleasant experience. So that dog did not last very long in our house, um, and, and for good reason. I mean, let's be honest. A, dog that's mean should not be around small children, right? You know, different dogs will be successful in different environments. So Rocky came to us after that. I'm not sure how we ended up getting him, right? But he was a, a really smart dog, a really fun dog to have around, a really clever dog. And now, and he generally followed the rules, right? You established a rule about, you know, don't jump on people or whatnot. He, he did a pretty good job of that. However, he did out of an Achilles heel, right? And this is also, again, I mean, five, six, seven years old, sometime, somewhere in that time frame, we've got Rocky. And one of the things my mom was good at was making bread. I remember I would go to school and every year for Christmas, mom would make homemade bread and she would give that to uh, our teachers, you know, as a way of saying, thank you for putting up with my kids. And boy, do those teachers earn those, those thank yous, right? Because we were definitely uh, the sort of folks where um, we were the sort of kids that were high energy. And you can kind of tell that now too. Now, we lived in Southern California. We lived on a, a house that was single level. Uh, this was in Redlands, California. Must have been 1983, 85, 87, somewhere in that time frame, right? So we're living in Redlands, California. We've got this house at single level. Um, I don't think we ever ran the air conditioner at that house, right? And at least I don't remember it running a whole lot when we were kids. Uh, dad and mom looked at the cost of electricity, decided that was too much. Dad did some math and figured out, hey, let's use a swamp cooler. So we had a swamp cooler in the house. Um, 
you know, and that's that's the way we cooled down the house. It was kind of interesting growing up. We had a pool at that house at one point, one of those above ground pools you put on your back patio. I remember mom and dad getting that, and that was uh, that was fun. Uh, the memories I have of that weren't from swimming in it, but from when we decided to get rid of it, and you know, dad popped the sides or however he did it to get it to start, you know, to leak, and then we ended up, you know, just having the backyard grass was just totally flooded. It was beautiful and awesome. Um, you know, my parents talk about how in that house, they remember what it was like when it was just dirt and how they planted the grass and it grew out and then they ended up having a nice lawn of grass. I don't remember that. It was always grass when we were there. And so the grass had to be there before the dog showed up and the dog showed up. And so we've got Rocky and he's our family dog. He's been our family dog for a while. And my mom one day decides to make zucchini bread, right? So she's making zucchini bread. We're outside playing. So the backyard was set up where... Mom and or dad and a bunch of the other guys from church had built a fort for us, two-story fort. I mean, how freaking cool is that, right? My dad was awesome. Totally didn't recognize it until I left home and had my own kids. Eh, that's the nature of life. But dad was awesome. We had a two-story fort built on one side of the house, right? And then there was a sandbox for us, and the sandbox was near mom's garden. And I think, in fact, that the sandbox just turned out to be a really bad idea because there ended up being a lot of sand in the house. And so I think what mom did is she turned part of the sandbox into the garden at some point. And so at some point that, that happened. I don't know if this was before or after the story. I think the sandbox turned, you know, got added to the garden uh, just by, you know, moving the divider over, you know, at some point there. And so anyway, there was a part of the garden that had a lot of sand um, and, uh, you know, sand was pretty easy to dig in uh, and mom figured out that she could plant corn or a couple of other things in that sand or whatever she planted, it, it tended to grow. And I also remember we used to have marigolds that we'd plant around the outside and that was kind of cool. I love the smell of marigolds even today. Not a good flower to buy from the grocery store and bring home, but it's a good flower to have in the garden. Uh, and I think mom had it because it was a deterrent for tomato pests, right? Pests on the tomato plants. Um, me being in the army for 20 years, we didn't live any place long enough for us to really have a garden. So my gardening skills are currently at like zero plus 0.05, right? Like they're very small, like barely register at all. Um, at some point, maybe I'll work on that. But in the meantime, I'm, I don't know when that's going to happen. Anyway, so we've got the garden. Mom's making zucchini bread. And I think you might know where this is going, right? So mom made zucchini bread. Rocky tends to follow the rules, okay? But at some point, a loaf of zucchini bread went missing. Now, there were three boys at home. So when mom sees a loaf of zucchini bread missing from the counter, right? She's thinking that she'd stepped away for a while and the three of us boys just went to town and ate it. Now, that is entirely possible. I believe we've done that before. Whose zucchini bread is amazing, right? And was delicious to eat. And so if mom had made zucchini bread, there's a very good chance that we would have just totally ravaged the whole thing and eaten it. And, uh, you know, so she was one by one, you know, trying to figure out who was going to crack, right? And telling the story. And it's like, you know, so she, I, I remember she asked my older brother, she asked me, she asked my younger brother. And, and the way I feel or the way I think I remember is I remember getting confused about, okay, well, I don't think we did that this time, but you know, we probably did it at a previous time. Right. And so I really felt like, oh crap, did we do this? And I just don't remember it. Um, but we didn't end up taking that zucchini loaf, right? We were all, mom, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. She never thought the dog might've done it. Not once did she think the dog might've done it that I remember. Right. So we get to the point where, you know, this is just kind of like, well, the zucchini bread went missing. It's gone, right? Either one of the kids is lying, which we were known to do at that age, right? Either one of the kids was lying or, you know, something else happened to it. Either way, the zucchini bread was gone. So 
so what ends up happening is, you know, months and months and months go by, right? And at some point, mom is digging. Yes, this was as we were converting the sandbox over. Right. So that's what it was. The dog had buried the zucchini bread in the sandbox. And we didn't play around in the sandbox anymore. That whole summer didn't play around in the sandbox anymore. So that's one of the reasons why my parents converted it from the sandbox to the garden. They just extended the garden into the sandbox type of thing. And, you know, added some more topsoil, whatever. Anyway, in the process of adding that more topsoil and turning things over and really digging down into it, mom dug into it and found that the dog had buried a loaf of zucchini bread. And then the story all made sense, right? Because if the dog buried the zucchini bread in the sand, right? The Southern California air was so dry, you wouldn't be able to notice if the sand had been turned over or anything else like that. Like it's not like dirt, right? If you turn over dirt, you can still see that, you know, the dirt's been turned over because of how it absorbs moisture, especially in soils that have more clay. But in sand, that's not the case. So by the time mom looked outside to see what, you know, if the dog might've buried it or if we did, there was no evidence to be seen, right? And so we found the zucchini bread. So this is one of our family legends that we've had for years, right? You know, the Rucker family in the case of the missing zucchini bread, you know, because it was two, it was like two years later, it was later, it was months and months, I, a very long time went by and it was like, hey, what is this thing? What did you guys bury in the sandbox? Oh, wait, this is zucchini bread. Oh, hey, now we figured out where the zucchini bread went. And I remember when my mom was digging it up because I was young, I actually thought to myself, huh, because it didn't look bad. I mean, it was stored and dry and it was, you know, dry, but it was like, it didn't look bad. I was, I wondered for a moment if it was still edible. Of course, I never really got the chance. We dug it up and then turned it over. And then I think it became part of that soil and the whole, you know, circle of life thing kind of continued on there. Um, but it's interesting how, you know, oftentimes we get a hold of a, because we try to make a lesson out of, out of the things we see in life, right? So, well, you know, there's a few different lessons here. One of them is, you know, uh, you know, if we had not been lying, right, mom probably wouldn't have been questioning us so much. She would have just taken us at our word and that would have been it. You know, if, if we had been, um, you know, more thoughtful about how we treated our mother, I think she would have had a better time uh, taking care of us. And this is one of those stories where uh, I will probably have to interview my mom later to find out what her version of this is and share that on the show. But uh, we were a challenge for our mother. Um, and uh, I, I hope I treat her with the respect that she deserves now. Um, and she knows that because we were a, a big challenge and growing up in our house. Because like I said, we've probably killed a loaf of zucchini bread without thinking before. And how many times did she make three loaves for somebody who is sick, you know, and then one of them's gone, right? And then she has to, she has to deal with that reality. Um, and so... Uh, you know, it just, boy, man, I, this is supposed to be about the zucchini bread. And I'm just thinking about how mean I was to my mom. I, uh, yeah, I think I need to give her a call later on today. Well, before we wrap this episode up, I, I think another lesson to have here is to recognize that some of the conclusions we have and some of the ways we investigate those conclusions don't always lead us to finding the answers, right? It takes digging around in the sand later on to find the answers for the questions that we've got. Um, they're not immediately on the path of our investigation. Sometimes the answers are to the side of the path of our investigation. My mom had us three boys on the path of her investigation. She did not have the dog, you know, on that path of investigation. And so because of that, we didn't have an answer for what happened to the loaf of zucchini bread for at least a few months, maybe a year or two. It's hard to keep your memory straight when you're so young. 
Um, but we do remember that this happened and uh, it has become a family legend. So when we have family reunions and things like that, this is one of the stories we share is, hey, remember the time Rocky buried the zucchini bread? And remember, uh, remember finding it in the sandbox and, and it's usually a good, good memory amongst all of us at this point. Um, and it's a lot of fun to share. So thank you guys for listening. Let's wrap this episode up, right? This is the part where most people just skip ahead and they're done. That's fine. If you want to stick around, I'd love it. If you found this episode because maybe you were Googling zucchini bread, right? And this episode came up and you just wanted to watch this episode or listen to this episode. We are so glad to have you. Thank you very much for being here. If you want to stick around for the long haul, the subscribe links on YouTube are there. The subscribe links for your favorite podcast device are over on parkingthought.com. Yes. So you can either search for us on your favorite podcast app or you can go over to parkingthought.com and you'll see all the subscribe links right there ready for you. So that way each and every episode can be delivered to your favorite device when you are ready to go. Um, if you want to find us out there in the world or want to engage me personally, please feel free to do so on Twitter. I am at Parking Thought, right? Uh, and again, my name is Jacob and I am glad you're here today. At the end of every episode, I like to offer a challenge and reminder that we should remember in a world where we can choose to be anything, well, why not choose to be grateful? Yeah.